But it's good, everyone. This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited, as always, bringing you another great guest. He's joining us from California, Southern California. Yeah, baby. He is the founder of Alpha Influencer Influence Media. He's also the founder and host of Winner's Paradigm Podcast. And he has recently become a keynote speaker. Please welcome Alundas Havens to the show. Alundas. Yeah, thank you for what letting happened? me come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already had like gotten to know you a little each other a little bit because you had me as a guest on your show, which was awesome. I had a Absolutely. great conversation with you. So I know a little bit about your story, but my audience does not. So we got to like hit the reset button and like, you got to drop some knowledge on us and what brought you to where you are today, because, you know, it is a great story. Thank you. Well, I'm going to give the summarized version. If okay. not, it's going to take 10 minutes of our time. Uh, but a little about me, I'm from Fresno, California, originally. So center of California, not really much going on there. Parents separate three, four years old. Um, and they were young, 21, 19, you know, so they're partying and bringing people in and out. So when I'm younger, you know, I didn't have um, I wasn't able to build relationships with people. And I was like, there's something wrong with me. I can't figure this out. You know, and it was just uh, I seen people come in and out. I couldn't really build those relationships as well as both my parents were, my dad's abusive and, and narcissistic, my mom abusive a little bit, and um, they're drinkers as well. So it was something where it was like, you know, when when you say something, for instance, and then they rephrase it and it's you, you're the problem in this and they never take accountability. So yeah. I grew up with those limiting beliefs, also had a racist stepdad in the mix. So I had a lot of um, identity issues and then got into it, you know, where I was the one questioning everything just really pissing them off because I didn't want to just live with the status quo and agree with what I didn't believe in or, you know, certain things that they said um, all the way to where, you know, I got to the military and I started being, you know, successful. I had a traumatic event on boot leave that kind of really got me back in those bad negative patterns. And I'm thinking crazy. And it's like, I want revenge and I want you to feel pain. And then it really went into, you know, me started drinking a gallon of whiskey at one point in time and I'm ruining my marriage, you know, and it was like, uh, or excuse me, that was when we first got together. So we weren't married yet, but we had a miscarriage. And that's what really did it for me to where I was like, man, I got to change this. You know, I got to start breaking these generational curses. So that's also the other problem is I get little beats and pieces from family, but I can never ask direct questions because again, people get defensive, they get upset and then their feelings are hurt. So in this case, it was piecing it together. Um, luckily, you know, a week before my daughter was born, I started a podcast, The Winner's Paradigm, where I really said, hey, I'm going to make it a focal point to recalibrate your mindset, you know, go back, relive those traumas and process it now. Um, so that's my goal now is, you know, talking to entrepreneurs and yeah, we can talk about the business side all day, but we need to talk about the things that shaped us into what made us us and kind of, you know, that journey of it. In my case, you know, using podcasting, getting aligned to the right people, starting a business with my mentor, Zach Babcock, which I never thought was going to happen. And then even, you know, recently just went to his event last week and became a keynote speaker for the first time. So that was a little bit um, crazy where it was like, I shared my story and the people were coming up. Hey, brother, I really want to say like that resonates with me. I really love the work you're doing. Hey, keep on keeping on. I love to interview you. And it was like, wow, you know, initially I didn't want to get up in front of 80 people. Yeah. Well, that would be a little scary. I think I'd be a little intimidated too. Um, but there is something inside of me that's drawing me to wanting to do that. I just have not like, I just haven't like taken that plunge yet. You, but yeah, you've, you've done a lot. 
Yes, I have. And I'm sure I would be just fine. But there, there's something about, you know, when I was younger, I was incredibly shy, like, you know, almost like painfully shy. And I actually forced myself in high school to take speech class because I wanted to be able to break out of that shyness. And, um, you know, I remember and be, being a bodybuilder, getting up on stage, you know, just trying to do things that would get me out of my comfort zone and help me grow so that I wouldn't be like that anymore. But I digress. So I love the name, the winner's paradigm. I love it. Like, I think that it's, it says a lot. It's very like, you know, you know, we're label free here, but I think that's a label that we all want to have as being a winner. Right. So what made you, what brought you to that title of your show? Good question. So I really just looked at life and in my case, you know, um, and that's why I love, you know, label free is in my case, you know, there was labels on me. It was, I'm the crazy one. I'm alcoholic. And it was like, when I stopped drinking, people were like, you're boring, you're square. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. Cause I'm not doing that. I'm not going to waste this time where I'm just pounding, you know, liquor and I'm the coolest one and, and thinking that that's the way to go when it's not, you know? So yeah. in my case, when I was thinking about the winner's paradigm, it was like, Hey, what does every single entrepreneur or professional athlete do? You know, they find ways to win. They really do that. And the only way that you can get to a point in life where, you know, you're measuring and, and all aspects of life and your relationships are good and you're the person you are, you know, you're the parent, you're the, the, um, everything you need to be, you know, ideally is you got to figure out, Hey, how do we get through this? So that's kind of where the winner portion came was I was figuring out, Hey, how do we stack these wins? How do we teach people that it doesn't matter where you come from? Cause even if you came from the good household, um, I had friends like that, you know, that didn't resonate with my message and some things I say, but when they had some other themes, they're like, Hey man, how do I get through this? And I'm like, Oh, I can do this easy. You know, and it's, we're all on different wavelengths, but we have to come together. We figure out and regardless, you know, any high achiever, they're having to get through those things. But more importantly, you know, they're having to heal that trauma because if not, you know, then you're going to have money and then you got more issues. It's just going to pack on to more things. And in my case, it was like um, went in the military, became my own boss, 1920. And then I started reliving all these things. And it was just like, well, what's going on with me? Probably because I didn't heal it. I didn't stop the trauma prior to. So now it's coming out of marriage. And now my wife's like, what's wrong with you? You know, this is a different person. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. It's just all these things that shape me. Wow. You're like, I'm tearing up a little bit. I think that, you know, I too, you know, when I was on your show, I shared a little bit about my past and I'm not going to get into it because it's about you, but I feel like as individuals that have gone through some kind of trauma that really want to create a better life for ourselves, right. And not get stuck in that cycle, that vicious cycle that, that those struggles and those things that those traumatic experience really created incredible character inside of us. And if we are driven, it allows us, yeah, sometimes we might have a setback, but that's not going to define us moving forward. And I think that that's why you are where you are today. I mean, you've got incredible energy, just like your smile lights up the screen and just like the way you talk about it is just like, you know, it's just part of something that you had to go through. And that's what separates you like from the the men, from the boys, right? It's like, I'm not going to sit here and wallow in my shit. Like, woe is me? Woe is me? This is something I went through. This created like created some incredible resilience in me, created like uh, wisdom because it does when you go through those traumatic things like with family, alcohol, uh, alcoholism and all these different things. It's like um, I think it puts you in a different echelon of people with your experience with life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, 100 percent agree. And I'd say that's too. you know, sometimes we come as um, and I had this happen to me the other day where they're like, Oh, you're just overly confident or you're, you're overly. And I'm like, nah, I just, I'm just zoned in and I'm all in on what I'm doing. And I got the crew around me and I'm like, I don't have time to, 
to doubt myself anymore because I know what my strengths are. And in our case, you know, we've been there, we've done that, we processed that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like, now it's our job to share that and to be able to go to the next thing. So it's like, yeah, when I have those conversations and it feels like that and someone's like, you're a little intimidating. No, it's just, I've put the work in and I've done it. So that's why I'm making yeah. a focal point to help people is because it's like, yeah, I've done that. You know, I've went through the motions and yeah, I am young, but it's one of those where it's like, I'm not going to keep living this. Cause in my case, it was that generational curse where it's like, yeah. yeah, I started a lot younger on that generational curse side, but it was harder to break it. And then now even, you know, doing it, it's just like, I'm not going to preach one thing and do another. So that's where like I built my core values and I made them in an action plan that I take every single day. So it's one reminder to me is like, hey, this is how you have to do it in order to be able to speak it. Yeah. I think people that say those kind of things to you or to like, I've heard that too. I haven't, exactly. I haven't recently because I think that as you go, you, your circle of friends change that, that they're more like equal with you. But someone that, someone that says that to you is someone that's probably dealing with some stuff of their own and haven't dealt with it yet. And so that they're intimidated by that because it forces them to actually have to take a look at themselves. Like, wow, they're so confident and they've gone through all this. What, why am I like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's exactly what that conversation was like. And that's why like I had it was trying to help somebody out, but they said it and I start laughing because old me would have been like, am I really that way? Because again, yeah. you know, I, I grew up with narcissism. So it was one of those that like, I doubted myself so much because they would twist it. They would make things my fault. You know, they didn't take accountability and it was one of those. So it was like, it was good because I caught it and it was like, no, he's just in his process. He's learning. And he's going to get there. And like, I didn't take it to heart, but old me would have been like, oh, he's the enemy for saying something like that. In this case, it was like realizing what context it was. And it yeah. wasn't from the narcissism that I used to like flip out about. It was more from a place where he's like, he's going through it. He's trying to find his way. And that's the reason why he questioned something like that. We're like, I, I, we're like on the same page. Yeah. Because I, exactly. like, I get, I would get pissed off too. Like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm too confident. What are you talking about? You know, like get, get out of no, my I, I got that where someone's like, why, why are you starting a business? And I was like, why the fuck would I not want to start a business? Right. And I was like, so I want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. And they just looked at me and they're like, oh, I'm like, no, I, I got friends that passed away and they ain't here no more. I got, you know, family that's not here. And I was like, so I make it a focal point to be who I am, but to do what I want. Because again, um, in my case, like I'll just cap on it real quick. I quit my job to start my business with my partner because um, I had a nanny and she was taking care of the baby. And from there, it was $2,800 a month in order to spread as thin because I was capped out on salary. And it was where it was like, all right, I'm paying $1,400. Nanny leaves. I tell the job, hey, here's my corrective action plan. This is how I'm going to be able to make calls more than 60 to 80 hours as is. Um, so I didn't think it was a problem. They come at me, oh, is your heart still in it? So that's where I went back to my team. And I'm like, hey, guys, um, this is my fucking job, dude. And I want to quit. And I'm just irritated. And they're like, yeah, you're not a worker bee. Like you're not one of those who just sit there and work around. We yeah. know you're a leader. We know you can be able to run a company. Let's start something together. We believe in you. And that was awesome for me because it was like taking that leap, but yeah. it was no longer, you know, being in there. Plus that other job, they didn't care about your mental health. And they would say like mission, mission, mission. And then I work with my partner and he's like, mental health's the number one priority, you know, take care of yourself. Then you take care of your family and everyone else. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? So it was like complete life changed just working on that, having my time to have my running routine in the morning and, and get, you know, myself going. That's really great. I feel like these days that more companies do need to embrace the importance of mental health because there are so many, so many people out there struggling with mental health more than, you know, I think that we realize. I hear Absolutely. the crazy stories every day because my, my fiance, my future husband is a police officer in Chicago. And the amount of mental, you know, people he deals with, I don't want to say it like mental health issues 
mental pe- people with mental health issues that he deals with is like mind boggling to me. And I, I live in a bubble, right? I'm not surrounded by that every day. And it's just like, wow, you know, there needs to be more focus around that because, you know, what does it take? What is it going to take for companies to, to realize that they need to care about their employees' mental health when somebody, is it going to take someone to snap and come in and blow up the whole place, you know, because we're, we're hearing more, more things of like, like that happening all over. And I think it's because of mental health. It's because of mental health. You just don't wake up one day and say, oh, Hey, I'm going to go like shoot 10, 15 innocent people. There's something going on. That's creating that trigger inside of you that says that you want to hurt other people because the, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Right. So like, you know, it's, it's something that we need to really be concerned and care about others and making sure that they're in a good mental health space. Hey dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? I know, I know mom's all about that. So I I, want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah. Um, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it. Well, when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand. Yeah, it works oh, awesome. I, have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light, and I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at manscaped.com. And while you're at manscaped.com, you know that we got a code, so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at labelfree20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And, uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new premier products, um, like this here. It's for your, it's a deodorant. Now, is it for underarm or other places or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code, we're using the code again. Label free 20. Label free 20. off and free shipping Free shipping. Well. I mean, how can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. I went on a little rant there, sorry. <laughs> no, no, 100% agree. And that's, and it, what's funny is it's a veteran-based company too, but oh. they're so high and strung up on mission and sales and closing yeah. and numbers being here. But it was one of those where it's like, all right, so this is the bonus, but if I don't make the bonus, I'm going to get fired. And that was kind of how they would treat it. So it was one of those where like I was literally fighting with the command there. And I'm like, nope, this isn't what we're going to do. You're going to give us a floor of what we have to do because people aren't making it because they're going on vacation or they're sick and now their job's at stake and now they're stressing even more. And we're adding that on the workload because at the time we didn't have the lead flow. So it was one of those is like, that's your guys's problem. As an employer, you shouldn't have hired more people if you can't distribute the leads. And they were like, uh, you know, got the leads going, but it was one of those for me. I was like, Hey, this isn't for me anymore. And I need to be able to be who I need to be for my family. I need to be there, be present. So I'm not doing this job anymore. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. So I've, I've come to the realization I'm unemployable because I am a natural leader. I am an oldest of five. I just have that natural ability inside of me. And I've been a, an entrepreneur since I was like eight years old. And, you know, I worked for my grandparents who had entrepreneur. My dad had, like they were, my dad had his own business. My grandparents had his, they had their own business. And when I was 13, I started my own babysitting company. And it's like, 
you know, I've come to a place where I've tried to be in the corporate world. I was successful. I, I worked in an, an environment like that, you know, when I, after my, my late husband passed away. Right. And, I remember you talking um, about it. Yeah. And it was like, I did really well, but I also like bumped heads with, you know, leadership quite a bit. And you know, I, I, I'm very proud of this. My girlfriend, she's my best friend still to this day. We had gotten really tight there and she was sick for like a month in the hospital. And I ended up covering her, her accounts and she made her quota because I did that for her. I was working like double just to make sure because, because of that, because if you don't meet your quota, you're going to get fired or reprimanded. And I felt like that, you know, as a team, we should like take care of her. So that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Cause she was sick. What are you going to do? No, I, and that's exactly what happened. Well, they have this event in Austin and then everybody gets COVID and then they're like running around the problem. And I'm like, no, you guys had this as an employer, take it responsibility. Right, and right. they were just like, oh, and I'm like, I'm out. Well, I had the flu before that for a week. I missed two weeks because I was just out one week and then I couldn't talk the next week. Um, and then came back from that, had COVID really bad. Everybody got it. And they were like going around it. And I was like, I get this is political and they didn't want to touch it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, it's not political, it's life and people are sick. So the job's not getting done. So it's not, I don't care about your politics. Let's focus on the job at hand and people being sick. And now we have a problem at, you know, of why things can't get done. And they kind of just went around that. And that's where I was just like, yeah, that's not where I feel comfortable being here anymore. Luckily now- you know, Alignment with your beliefs. And your exactly. Values. Yeah. So capital on the alignment, being around the right people, right time has definitely changed from my life. So what would you, what would advice would you give someone that might be in a similar position like you and I've been in where they're struggling with, you know, not feeling fulfilled They're It's going against their values and their beliefs, and they are not sure what they want to do, but they know that this, that doesn't align with where they want to be in life. What advice would you give them? Uh, so I'm going to cap off a little bit of what you just said. You just mentioned values. So yeah, core values is huge. And I'm going to share mine with you um, because I, like I said, I make it an actionable step so people can understand how I kind of use my process. And um, you want to make sure that your core values, again, we're talking about alignment, are you know in tune with yourself and what you're looking to do in life. So if you're working something, you're selling a product or something and you don't believe in it, well, then obviously you don't need to be there. So in our case, you know, we went through that corporate, we thrived there, but it was like, yeah, bumping heads, this isn't for us, you know, and, and we already have that vision or visionaries want to be able to move to the next thing. Um, yeah. So what I did is when I refined mine, for instance, I said like, true to self, I got to look at myself in the mirror and be okay with it, you know? So that means like looking in there and being like, hey, you gained some weight or hey, this, or today you look really tired. Why don't you get sleep? And I'm being real with myself. Then I go to self-reflection and it's the meditation slash journaling portion because I need to be able to get these things out from inside me onto paper constructively so I can understand, hey, what is the problem? What do we need to solve? Why am I getting so angry? Because I know that's another thing, you know, with us as entrepreneurs, we thrive in chaos, but when it's calm, we can't, we can't be calm. Um, so that's one of them for me, you know, is looking there. And then the next two is transparency, accountability, because I want to be able to have these conversations like we are, let you know from that vulnerable standpoint and hold myself to that standard. Because I'm not going to be, you know, preaching something. And then you're like, I see you out here doing something completely else. No, that's not what I want to do. And if I do that, you know, that's where that accountability portion comes in. Hey, this is the reason why this happened, or, you know, this is the way we'll fix it. And then I leave the last one for learning and application. Um, because really, you know, we can learn everything. We can read all the books in the world, but if we're not taking one thing at least and implementing that in our life, you know, if we're not taking one thing from what we're learning or one thing from our conversation, like then we just wasted, you know, hours of our life. So that's one of the things I make um, a point. Like last time we talked and you're being resilient and you're telling me about your story and everything you went through. And I'm like, 
man, you know, if you can make it happen and you still have that drive to keep going and no matter what it was, nothing was stopping you. I'm the same way. So it was one thing that resonated with me even coming on your show where I was like, yeah, we're going to have an awesome conversation and we're both going to be able to gain more off of it. Hey, Matt. Woo! Yeah, my brother, we need to cut that and like post it all over the place. That was amazing. Uh, how important do you think it is? So someone that is wanting to get become an entrepreneur and break out of like the societal expectations of li- working that corporate job, how important it is to make to take healthy risks to get you to a point where you can actually make that happen. I love that. And again, this is why I, I, I like you a lot is we align together. And I, I say that all the time, calculated risk and trying to look at it and saying, hey, what's the best thing? Yeah, it's not always going to be the best scenario, but you really got to look at it, you know, and sometimes you're not going to have a financial meeting. So like for me, um, I had a little bit, but I needed to be able to do it. So don't, I'm not going to lie. You know, I put things on my credit card to make it out to St. Louis because yeah. I was like, I got to do it. I'll pay this off later. Good thing I have a couple thousand limit still on there. So I got a little bit of wiggle room. And it was like, I needed to do that to get in the room with the right people. And I say that for people that are on that edge and they're like, I don't know if I can make this business work. Just really do it. Like for instance, tomorrow, um, I'm going to go meet with one of my buddies. He just started a company and he's like, I have a lead problem. I'm like, bro, I don't know leads, but we're going to figure this out together. And it's just kind of figuring out, you know, what's going to work for you. But when you're on that point and you're already having that doubt, it's because you're not supposed to be there. And, yeah. and it's something that you're feeling and you're like, well, this doesn't add. Well, if it, if it doesn't add up to you and it, you don't feel fulfilled and you're not being the person you want to be or the parent, the the um, husband, wife, you know, that's where you got to put that work in. So in my case, it was, hey, you know, I'm going to do this so I can be here. It's going to suck, but you're going to figure it out. And if you want it bad enough, if you find the right people, then, you know, that money problem, you're going to easily figure out regardless and try to figure, you know, what's going to get you to that next step. Yeah, totally agree. I, I So for me, in my life, things that I've done to get me to where I've been is I've constantly taken small, like I said about the speech class, small things that take me out of my comfort zone that build that self-confidence that allow me to believe in myself. So I'll take a bigger risk and a bigger risk, there you go. And a bigger risk. And sometimes not every risk that we take is going to pay out, but you're going to survive. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, we are been talking and talking and talking. Where can people find you, connect with you, learn more about AIM Influence Media and uh, Winner's Paradigm Podcast? Absolutely. So the best way right now is the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. You can just go to there or the winnersparadigm.com. That's where you're going to be able to subscribe, you know, follow up with me. I'm going to talk about our influence media, how to get a hold of me. So that's just the easiest way possible. Oh, I said AIM is alpha. Sorry, let me correct yeah. myself. Alpha. <laughs> Alpha. Well, AIM's the acronym, so it works out perfect. Yes. Okay, <laughs> well, both, either way. So you guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. You saw that right there. Don't hesitate to reach out. Go follow and listen or subscribe to Winner's Paradigm Podcast and go listen to all the great stuff that um, Alendus is dropping because you're not going to be disappointed. So this is the part of the show where I always like to ask, you've dropped a lot of wisdom though. I mean, I, I God has given you a, a great gifts and your star is just going to soar. And I can just see that you're, you're just beginning. And I love that when I see it, when I talk to my guests that I can see that in them, that they're just like, they're getting ready to take off. So I, I'm just excited to watch that trajectory trajectory for you. I can't talk. What are some last words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with the audience? I would just say, do what you feel like you're passionate about. So at one point in time, I didn't want to be on this earth anymore. And I just really hated life. And it was just like, this isn't me. I, and, and I was young, you know, so luckily none of those things happened. And I was able to work through it and slowly get through it. But 
now, like I said, you know, giving that speech to 80 people, like that was something huge for me. Um, but it was something where I'm like, man, I finally figured out what I'm good at. You know, on the way to on the way to St. Louis, I'm talking to a girl and we're giving stories and she's telling me about her and I'm telling about myself. And it was like, man, I've never opened up to anyone like this before. And it was like, well, I finally found what I'm passionate about. And I used to beat myself up on, you know, what I'm not good at. I'm not good with my hands. I can't work on cars. And it's like, but I can talk to people and really get to them on that personal level and say, hey, this is what I did in my case. This is what you can do, or here's some options, or just maybe even listen. So in my case, like, just keep going, even if you're not at that place you want to be and just figure out, hey, you know, what makes you passionate? You know, what is one thing that really gives you life? And if you continue to pursue that and do that, it's going to change the game for you. Amen. Amen, brother, because I feel I'm I'm living proof of it. You're living proof of it. And you just have to believe and have faith and keep going. So I love that. Those words of wisdom. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you Thank for you, being man. an incredible dynamic guest. I am so excited for you. And this is just the beginning. So, uh, yeah, thanks for dropping all that great stuff with us today. Thank you again for letting me on. It was an honor to swap with you. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, comment, share, rate, review, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.